0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back. It's your favorite bartender, Larry, here. Uh, last week, those uh, th- those guys, they got out of the game. Congratulations to them. But I got to go pick them up now. But So I don't got a lot of time here at the beginning. But uh, g- previously, on a good job, Adventures.
1: Everyone be careful. Things are about to get intense. If anything happens, I'll give the signal. Did the- I will give a signal before they snuck off. Ah! Did
2: you just a- What?
1: I think that means we should roll up to him. Okay, go! Another signal delivered perfect. The, like the record scratch, it's like, you're probably wondering how I got here. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: That's a future NPC. Alright, Elgos is freeze-framed, and he's like, Hi. You're probably wondering how Breath Weaver got here. Well,
1: that's hot. Very hot and spicy. Ooh, so it turned on the AC, that's hot. We land like the Ginyu Force. Who's Goldo? Yeah, no, I'm Krillin.
0: I? You?
3: A? Oh? You're probably wondering what I cast. You
0: cast it last turn!
3: <laughs> I'm gonna attempt to solve. Weird of Fortune.
4: Hey. Oh my... That's the episode name! Alright, then this is when you should read people's character sheets. Hellish rebuke.
0: Congratulations, you killed yourself. Congratulations! What? Adventurers! You're now all gold standard! He is a gatekeeper, he is a guildmaster, he is Prey, and you are here. Welcome to Tofac. I'm going to do the countdown. All right, so three, two, one, go. All right, perfect. Let's go ahead and start off the session. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're here at Good Job Adventures episode eight, I believe. Uh, and let's just go ahead and get this started. So, Elegos. Why me? Why first? Elegos is dead. <laughs> Great start to the session, guys. Are you going in alphabetical
3: order? Because Andrew's is first.
0: No. Cut the
1: 12 hours earlier.
0: 12 hours prior, you guys were still inside of the game. Now, we're cutting 12 hours forward to Elga's. You open your eyes and look around. Clearly, you can see now you are inside of a circular pod in a very comfy chair. A familiar scene from when you had your very first usual. As you look forward now, you see a faded glass window like before, and beyond that is a shadowy, hulking figure. You try and reach for your sword to defend yourself, but you can't seem to lift your arms that well. As you look down, you see that the muscles that you had had acquired over the many years as a paladin seem to be much smaller, but heavier than before. You hear a click, and the glass opens, and outside is none other than me, oh, Larry! God. Hey, buddy! Hey, my guy, Alagos, How you
3: doing? Larry, you want to you tell me how long I've been here that my muscles have atrophied from, mis- from unuse?
0: Ha! Oh yeah. Don't worry, I got gotcha. you. So he slings you over his back, kind of like in a fireman's carry position, and he says, "Come on, l- let's go. Let's go get your Is friends." Doesn't an answer my question. He's going to. I just have it. I literally have it right here, <laughs> written. It's written now. Come on. So you look around the room and you see that there are many more pods, some with the light from within, and the others completely empty. So here's your answer to your question, Aligos. So I gotta say, you guys killed it, and in only three months too. What? That's got to be some sort of record.
5: I'm pretty sure that was like t- three days. I'm sorry, Breathweaver. Are you here right now? <laughs> I thought you said you got everyone.
0: I got Elagos. I said, let's go get your friends.
5: <laughs>
3: oh. Three months. This is some Endless 8 bullshit right here.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, it was more like Endless 3. What, what's this Endless 8? I don't know what's going on.
3: You ate. you. You don't know what Endless 8 is?
1: No,
0: I actually don't know
1: what Endless
3: And you call yourself a fucking weeb. I'm ashamed of you.
1: What is MLS8? He does call himself a fucking weeb. You call him yourself that, right? Yeah, I mean, no,
5: not really.
3: I'm ashamed of you.
5: Oh, he's he Susan me.
3: Yep. Vin, do you know what Hateful Aid is? Make, make 10 more Nightcores to make up for this.
0: Do, yeah, I. No. Uh, no, I know what Hateful Aid is. Isn't that, isn't that a movie? Vin's seen a lot of classics, so he should know what that movie is. Oh my god. All right, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, as Le- as Larry said that you guys had set the had did some sort of record in three months, he says, "Well, it's not as good as the one that me and my crew did. We cleaned him up in about two months." <laughs> you guys suck. Uh, so, Eligos, while you've been talking to Larry and berating me on my knowledge of movies slash being a weeb, uh, you you've been hearing this odd squeaking sound uh, for a bit, and you finally look behind Larry, and he's got quite a large red wagon that he's dragging behind him. Uh, and then, like, I, I guess you just kind of, like, look, look lazily at him, and he says, how else am I supposed to carry all you guys? Uh, so he stops in front of the next pod, uh, and it opens before him, and inside is a very, very skinny Ander, uh, even skinnier than he was when he was inside the game, and being, uh, He actually
1: gained weight. A,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he he's he he is 500 pounds uh he's sitting inside of this circular uh you you really can't even see his entire body he's kind of squeezed in there
1: he took everyone else's feeding tubes
0: <laughs> oh my god uh so his eyes fly wide open and then larry picks him up kind of like uh from from the neck like a cat like a cat and drops him inside the wagon
4: whoa 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 what the hell what happened
0: you guys are outside now
3: his vocal cords <laughs> atrophy
0: is yeah, uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> but where?
0: Outside? Where? Where am I? Oh, wait, you. We'll, we'll get to that. You're you're inside a you're inside a well, basically praise warehouse. But I uh, he asked me. Am I
4: inside a game again?
0: No, you're not inside the game. Congratulations, you've won.
4: Oh, can I send the wagon?
3: You already are in the wagon. Ser- seriously, why is <laughs> Andrew now a
0: soprano? He didn't always sound like this. I don't know. <laughs> it's because he's it's because he's really skinny, man. His voice went.
3: That's not how that works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Listen man, this is uh this is D D uh muscle atrophy, <laughs> I don't know. Uh Anders handling it, how Anders handling it. So Larry continues on to talk to you guys and he says, So normally I charge for a gig like this, but uh Prey did ask me special to give you guys a helping hand. Also I made off pretty nice too, so <laughs> I guess you really did make it worth my while, huh, Elagos? And he kind of just, like, winks at you, uh, referencing a couple episodes ago. Yeah,
3: I, I know what he's referencing. I'm still not happy about it.
0: <laughs> You're still slung over his shoulder. Uh, so he rolls up to the next pod, and inside of it is Breathweaver. Uh, and his chest is kind of lighting up a pale blue from underneath his shirt. And when he's picked up, the light disappears, and then he's dropped into the cart next to Andrew. And then uh, Breathweaver just—no, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Larry announces, neat, next pod. Bring out your dead. bring out the dead
1: wait why is everyone else in the wagon except Elagos is still over his shoulder i don't know i just
0: i guess larry just found it really comfortable to hold him over there
1: i paid for business class yeah he's (laughs) (laughs) get back
0: get back into business peasants uh so uh, Wilhelm is inside the next uh pod however he looks remarkably the same as before i guess dwarves kind of like take to hibernation a little bit better uh, the only noticeable difference so far is that he's far less sweatier than he than you remember him being inside of the game. Uh, so maybe that was just some visual effect Prey was playing on you guys. Does he have a goblin mm-hmm. neck pillow? No, he does not have a goblin. <laughs> no, it's it's green, but it's not a goblin.
3: So we all we all turned into like skinny, non muscular people, uh, and Wilhelm turned into Hikikomori. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I guess. Uh, oh so
0: as soon as um. As soon as he uh, goes ahead and uh, goes to attempt to pick up uh, Wilhelm, he has to put you down to pick him up because, you know, Wilhelm is completely clad in armor uh, and, you know, is much heavier than you, Elagos. I'm not? You are. How can he sleep in armor? Well, it was kind of like a coma, so I guess he wasn't sleeping that well. His neck probably hurts. We'll have to ask him later. Uh, So (laughs) he picks him up, he puts him inside of the wagon, and now we have pretty much everybody except for Raoul. Uh, so you guys are all sitting down in the wagon. You're kind of feeling a little parched. Everyone's not feeling too great as they feel really weak and it's very hard to move. And then uh, Larry picks you back up. Eligos he says, and now finally to grab Aul.
3: Oh no! So uh,
0: <laughs> and he and he bets on what he looks like in there. Um, hmm. probably a chang-
4: uh, probably a changeling right now. I stick on that. All right, so we got two for changeling.
0: Uh, what about you, Breathweaver? Weaver?
5: Uh, 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 and Eligos. Or he might look like
3: prey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we definitely don't want to open up that pod.
3: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say he looks like Benicio del Toro.
0: That is because that's the
3: first actor whose name came to my head.
0: <laughs> Larry, Larry just looks at you and he's like, I, okay. So he walks up to the last pod, and as soon as it clicks open and the faded glass window goes away, uh, we see Aul sitting down inside of his comfortable chair. And I am going to pass it over to Tyler because I didn't know exactly what he was going to look like, but I'm going to modify it slightly whenever he says it. So what, what, do you, what does that look like sitting inside of the chair? He looks
1: like a half-orc and he says, you got me. This is my <laughs> real form. And this is this is the ghoul form? No, half-orc. Ghoul's a, ghoul's a full-orc. Oh, geez.
5: If you remember the interviews from episode four?
0: Yeah. That's a throwback, Vin. It's a throwback?
5: Yeah, it's a throwback. God damn it. What are you trying to do? Make me a half-half-orc?
0: Wait, you're a half- You're a half- No. Wait a second. You're really skinny for a half-orc.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could probably lose a couple pounds. Alright, smart guy. (laughs) So he picks you up, and he, uh- Wait, wait. Take the catheter out first. Oh. No. Y'all got one of those, right? Oh. No.
2: What the hell?
4: Uh I didn't get one.
2: Well that that ex-
0: that explains why the bottom of my pod is wet. Oh,
3: why why oh you make God.
0: it worse? <laughs> Everybody's comfortable chair was stained, but nobody paid attention to it.
1: I look at Anna and I just see like the catheter's still in and I'm just like <laughs> <"It>, Anna, <Aner, laughs> you should get that out. Not great. So <laughs> just leaking all over.
0: <laughs> alright, alright we're gonna we're gonna stop there. There were no catheters. You, you didn't need them. It was a magic illusion catheter. we're not we're not gonna discuss it. Your excrements are an illusion. That's a t-shirt now now that we're we're gonna snap back to Larry taking control of my scene and that is that is not a t-shirt That is that's a terrible idea. That's a great idea. All right. Mark it down. Well, now that I grabbed all of you guys, let's let's head back to the Chillin' Dragon. I'll get y'all feeling right as rain. <laughs> wait, wait, wait.
4: The Chillin' Dragon was in the game. Why are we going back there?
0: The Chillin' Dragon was loaded in the game, and now we're going to the real Chillin' Dragon.
4: Oh, okay.
0: Excellent. Glad you have so many questions. Uh, we'll be able to see the actual band that wasn't able to half load in? No, they're not here right now. I sent them on vacation because I gotta take care of you, Yahoo's. Oh. Uh, so, none of you had really noticed up until now, but inside of this room, there was a bunch of pods, but towards the end of it, there's a door that looks almost exactly like the guild door that you all walked out of to leave Plaza. And, uh, he starts to wheel you guys closer.
5: Can we see into these other pods? Like, is there a window? I, Elgos was looking through glass in that flashback he had a while back.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a faded glass window, so, like, you know, like, those showers where, like, you can, you can see the glass, but, like, you can't see anything beyond the glass? You mean frosted glass? Yeah, like frosted glass. Is that not
1: faded glass as well? Faded
0: glass, no. I don't think
1: faded glass is a thing. That's what I call my bong.
0: Oh, oh good good job.
1: <laughs> they call me faded glass.
0: <laughs> These are not made out of bong glass, or the glass that is used to make bongs. I don't think it's called a specific type of glass. It's frosted glass, and you can't really see inside of them. But there are a couple with lights on, a bunch with lights off, uh, and they're kind of lining up on the walls. Uh, so as you guys kind of just like are being wheeled inside of your nice red wagon over to the door, uh, Larry announces, he pray gave me uh, a direct connect for this. So, uh, th- this is going to be pretty cool. So you guys are all wheeled through, uh, the door as soon as Larry opens it and you just see kind of like a white, like a white fetish, like, uh, light coming from the other side. And as soon as you're all wheeled through, uh, you're inside of the bar halls and the door shuts behind you. And he's like, pretty cool, right? Like, Prey may be a dick, but, you know, he's, he's got some neat tricks.
1: Is that what he did with the uh, urine and stuff? What? No. yeah Yes. <laughs> yes
0: yeah the that was that was actually a catheter we went right through big catheters. Those are for giants that uh vin a p- uh, personal question if this is about the catheter i swear to god stop talking okay what's the
3: question when you were writing when you were writing this campaign like what did you think the odds were that it would get derailed this much by literal toilet humor Okay, uh, I'm here. I'll give you an example. It was,
0: we're, we're two pages in to literally be talking about it, and then you guys have already, I didn't think it was gonna get that much toilet humor, uh, but uh, I don't know where we are right now, but I'm satisfied with the result, I guess.
3: We're on the toilet.
0: Yes, you're on the, yeah, the, it's, it's a shit show, guys. I mean, we probably have people listening to this on the toilet. I mean, <laughs> <Morgan's> okay. <shush. laughs> yeah. just, just, just shush. At some point, the possibility is real that someone is taking a shit and then listening to this show. And to whoever that person is, hello. I want to make you uncomfortable. Good job, adventures. So let me let me hit you guys up with some ugh, unusuals, and we'll get you we'll get you all fixed up. So wait here for a second. So Larry pops behind the bar, uh, and gets a small vial that contains a clear liquid. But its design is actually quite remarkable. Uh, the glass shimmers as the light is passed through it, and it's stopped with a silver topper. So Larry uh, uncorks it, or it takes the stopper off, and he uh, he kind of smirks at you guys, and he says, no, no, Eligos, it's it's not water this time. And he pours each of you a shot. So he kind of gets a little tray, brings it on over to you guys sitting inside the wagon, And he hands each of you the shot. And as the liquid passes through your lips, if you all take the shot, which I assume you will, uh, you feel much more invigorated than before, and you feel incredibly hot. And not in the attractive sense. uh,
5: It's hot today. (laughs) It's hot today, right,
0: guys? (laughs) I'm really sweaty. Oh, no. Oh, God. Is this what Wilhelm felt like? Yeah,
2: everybody (laughs)
5: starts
0: sweating exactly, exactly how Wilhelm felt like.
2: I can (laughs) confirm.
0: I'm sweating like Wilhelm, says Wilhelm. So all of your muscles seem to be uh, working on overdrive, pretty much just spasming and seemingly repairing themselves, or at least so you think. Uh, He actually just gave you guys schnapps, and that's exactly what's happening. So Larry begins to tend to his bar now, wiping it down with a clean cloth that he pulled from his incredibly dirty apron. And he begins to talk to you all. He says, so, uh, since I'll be giving you guys, uh, some good old helping hands, uh, might as well give you, give you a breakdown of it, of exactly what, what's going on, how, how, how it came to be and, uh, where, where I am and, you know, maybe some info. Is he still holding (laughs) Eligos? Uh, yeah. Eligos is still slung over his shoulder. He's like burping me like a baby after I treat the thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's, he's just patting you on the back. He's like, shh, it's okay now. Larry's helping you. <laughs> so that's the helping hand he was talking about. So he, uh, he reaches underneath the bar and he says, so everybody, welcome to Tofek. And he pulls out a potty, party popper and pulls it. Yeah, a potty popper and pulls it. We,
2: we did it, boys. We, we corrupted
0: him. Toilet humor, me butchering a word, and then everyone laughs. It sounds like he has a Boston accent. <laughs> Stop. He pulls out the party popper correctly said this time and he pulls it out it pops and he says the land of wishes blah 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 so to be more specific you guys are in the city of Ruel right now on the southern coast of Tofek if we're being more specific and he leans into you guys a little bit more and he says and to be even more specific you're in my bar
5: hey larry i have a question sure what's up did you ever try to get your wish i <laughs> uh,
0: like kind of it's a, it's a funny story but this place is pretty great tofek you can pretty much make it here and do whatever you want. You can essentially grant your own wish. It's just a really neat place. Very unique compared to the rest of the world. But it, if you put in enough hard work, grit, and buy enough bars, you can pretty much accomplish your wish. Mine, mine was to be the best dang bartender I could be. And uh, I seem to be doing a pretty good job. I got, I got usuals. How many bars do you own? Oh, just this
3: one.
5: Well, don't you also own the virtual one? That's the same bar. No, it was loaded in. It's technically a different one.
4: Larry, if I can get a word in.
5: Sure, Andrew, what's up?
4: Uh, how is Ruel spelled as as like he's quickly like writing something down on like a spare piece of paper?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. R is in Romeo, uh U as in Underdark, uh E is an Elf, and then L is in Larry.
1: You should have done R as in Ruel. I really wanted to. <laughs> I really. I, I.
0: Thinking back on it, I shouldn't have said Romeo. It's just because I work in a call center, and that's exactly how I described it. Uh, do it like at work. I should not say Elf on the phone at work. R is in Ruel. U is in. You've come to Ruel. <laughs> e is in. Elagos is in Ruel. L is in. L is in the last letter of Ruel. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Yeah. So. Let me drop a little bit more information on you guys. Maybe I can answer some questions before you ask them. But basics first. Tofek is an island. It's kind of circular, but not a perfect circle. That would be kind of weird. It's, like, got some jagged edges, but, you know, I don't have a map. I had a map. I lost a map.
1: Well, he answered my question. All right. (laughs) Wait, was it the map question? Yep. Oh, why did you answer for him? I guess I just... That was his question. His question was about my question, but my question, my question was if the island was a perfect circle. But, uh, oh, that's a, yeah, well, oh, look at that. I answered the question. Kinda.
0: Not really. But some say the gods made this very island to test the souls of mortals. Others think that's hot bullshit. I am in the crowd of the hot bullshit. I've never seen a test here besides prey, and that's pretty much it. I I you can do pretty much anything here. You put in some grit, like I said, some hard work, and you could pretty much, you know, do whatever. No one's really gonna stop you, and if they try, you could always, you know, beat them and then be better. Is Larry a libertarian? Larry may be libertarian. Why did Larry answer that question? Larry's not familiar with the term libertarian. <laughs> Larry's speaking in the third person. <laughs> Larry the libertarian is my name. No, but <laughs> Well it's canon now. And god damn it now i now have to <laughs> all right so or or instead of putting in the hard work like everybody else you could be like the other yahoos that come here looking for the towers the handouts, <laughs> the handouts. oh no you could be like the other communists that come here looking for the hand no no larry is larry's showing a bunch of political scriptures. Are
5: there two of the towers?
0: No, there are no two towers. This is not a movie. This is a podcast. What
5: movie? What's a movie? All right.
0: Hateful Eight, right? No. What's a podcast? (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. So, Andy, Andy, you said uh, what are the towers, right? Yep. Okay. So, before I start on with this, now, I'm not even sure that these things exist. I have... Heard, like, some hearsay. Prey is a huge believer in these towers existing. He says that's where he got his, his powers or the ability to do what he does. The powers from the towers? The powers from the towers. Wow. He, he whips out his book, kind of like and writes that down. He's like, that's a oh, that's Wait, a good with intro. With one
1: hand because he's still holding out. With <laughs> yeah, he,
0: has, he whips out the book. He's very talented. Uh, there are some rumors, and, you know, since I am a barkeep, rumors are kind of my dealings, sort of, and money. I like dealing money. I digress. But that said, uh, there are these towers. that They got some, from what people say, deep magics inside of them, wish magics, something like that. Again, very hazy stuff, guys. I'm not really sure exactly what these things are. I personally have never seen them. I've been pretty much all over this island. There's always people talking about them, but I, I've, never, I've never lived to see one. Gods, magicians, no one knows who made them, according to what I, I, the rumors I, I got. But the general idea is that there are seven. Scattered all across the land. According to the Zagat's travel guide. <laughs> 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 uh, according to the Ziggurat's travel guide, uh, they, they they do say that there are seven. Uh, but again, not sure exactly where they are. The rumor There are a few rumors around here in town in Ruel that there is one in the city. But again, the only kind of tower I've seen inside of the town are just skyscrapers and just really tall buildings and, and the regular old patrons that come in. I really... I'm not sure, one hundred percent, that these even exist. But people have come here to come hunt and look for them. So I just figured I'd give you a little bit of the rumor that I heard.
1: A going to turn into like an old human wizard, and he's going to look at Ander. and He's like, "So, Ander, isn't there a thing called a wish spell? Why do why do people need towers for wishes? Can't they just find the, someone who can cast that spell?"
0: All right. So now, Ander, I want you to roll a intel. I want you to roll like an
1: Arcana check. I like how Al Wool might know about this, but not Ander.
4: <laughs> that is a tw- unnatural twenty.
0: Unnatural twenty. Okay. So, uh, uh, so Ander, after like years of studying uh, magics and pretty pretty much just becoming you know more accustomed to it, you you have realized that the wish spell is something that magicians have been trying to create since essentially the dawn of magic no one everyone has attempted to create the wish spell but no one has ever successfully done so and now for the purposes of this campaign to let everybody know the wish spell is effectively removed from every casting list and it does not exist damn
4: oh that's not a thing like people have been trying to cast that spell but they haven't
0: been able to yet it's always ended up horribly and it never works you
3: you have to make a giant transmutation circle out of the entire country and then everyone has to sacrifice their soul
0: yeah that <laughs> that and before that's andrew's end game i want to become immortal. <laughs> it's like i've got this really <laughs> neat spell guys want to help me dig some holes so that's full what andrew happened in the endless eight, right <laughs> stop <laughs> yeah yeah i think so it sounds
1: about oh right oh my god
0: so larry listens to andrew's explanation he's like yeah he's pretty he's pretty much got it pegged but just to let you guys know, that was just a little introduction I wanted to give you. But like, does anyone have any like, like questions for me? Just like based on like anything they want to know, because like that was kind of the breakdown I was gonna give you. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good.
5: How are you? Well, very, very well, thank you. Thanks for asking.
4: Uh, do you know where I can find more information about these towers and about like other places on the continent?
0: Sure, I mean, yeah, there's, uh, in regards to more information about things on the continent, I'd say, more or less, it's it's good to just ask the, the people that live here, would probably be the best thing, to, uh, I'm trying to remember some knowledgeable people in town, but it's tripping me, I haven't been in Ruel for a little while, uh, but... Are we able to ask Prey
5: this question?
0: Uh, I'm gonna answer Andis' question first, then I'll get to you. But, there is a library in Ruel, it's possible you could get some, some diggings there, uh, for more information. But in regards to ask and pray, uh, I don't. I mean, you you probably could ask him. I don't know if you guys are on like excellent terms with that guy. But I mean, hey, if you find his out, his warehouse, sure, go for it. I don't I see can tell why you not. right
4: now, we're not on good terms with him. Yeah, you might
0: you might want to find somebody else again. I don't know how nice he is with you guys, but like I mean, he's pretty chill with me. But I don't know, I don't I don't ask him too many questions. He doesn't ask me too many questions, and we have a very nice relationship in that in that sense. That I don't have to talk to him that often.
1: I love him dearly. <laughs> He's
0: my best friend, I love him. Uh no, <laughs> but But essentially, uh he just wants to know if you guys have like any additional questions, like either about the game, about Ruel, about to uh, that he can yes.
1: answer. Uh Larry, I see you're booting up a PowerPoint presentation. What's that all about?
0: Uh actually it's a Prezi? Uh, and- oh god <laughs> uh, they don't have enough money for office here no okay so <laughs> again with the references from outside of the D&D world yeah, no, he doesn't have a powerpoint he's just cleaning his bar down with a rag uh, he set- he sets up his projector uh no he- he's still burping elegos and I-, I guess you know tending t- 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 him up too. so he's like basically Prey asked me to you know help you guys out he did think that you were a, a pretty-, pretty decent group of people I mean he didn't particularly like you but he did feel bad for, you know, kind of kind of making you angry inside there. He does try to want to try to please his players. What
5: did I do to him?
0: You you didn't really do anything, I don't think. I don't really know, but he did ask me special.
4: I don't think so either. I think I know who it was,
1: and Andrew's just, like, staring at Owl. And I'm staring at Wilhelm.
2: <laughs> Wilhelm just, just stares back at Owl. Yes.
1: I winked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said Uh
0: but yeah, I, like just just to give you guys to clear the air, like if you had any additional questions to to break it down, definitely would be the time to ask. Can you put me down? That's not a question. <laughs> that was a request. Yeah, he puts you down inside of the wagon next to everybody else.
5: Oh, we haven't gotten out of the wagon yet.
0: No, you're all you guys really can't move. Oh, okay. you're still sitting
1: inside the wagon. Owl clears the air and instantly is like, Wilhelm, did you fart? No. I smell something. That could have been you. Wait, what are you
0: smelling? So, Ander's going to cast the Gust Cantrip and just move this air out of here. <laughs> okay. So, as you attempt to cast the Gust Cantrip, uh, Ander, you're actually finding it very hard to muster up the strength at the moment to cast spells. You believe that to be due to the uh, the time you had spent inside of uh, the virtual world and the fact that the medicine is still working with you.
1: Okay. How much longer for the medicine, Larry? It usually takes about, I'd say, 12,
0: 15 hours. Oh, alright, so half a day. Yeah, I mean, well, it's nighttime now. So, what was in that medicine, by the way? Uh, Would you like to know? I actually got it, uh, from uh, from a good dealer of mine. Uh, they're <laughs> not drug dealer, not drug dealer. I'm not, I'm not going down that route with you. Did he give you drugs? Well, these are like drugs. It's uh, a. Yeah, he's a drug dealer. D- legal drugs. Those are the two criteria, dealing and drugs. Are they prescription? Yes, they're prescription. That, listen, it's a restoration potion. It's essentially going to fix you guys right up, but it does take some time to work out. I recommend it's a little bit late at night. You guys should probably head on up to bed. I'll bring you guys up into into some rooms. They're all completely paid for. Bray, uh, bray, pfft, pray, pray put put forward for you guys room and board for now
3: larry you feeling okay you seem to be not doing so good on uh
1: speak yeah speaking of some time to work out larry maybe t- like an hour an hour and a half per day would do wonders for you oh thanks really really
0: appreciate it <laughs> it's not like i can literally pick up everybody in your party right now
2: well then do it i did <laughs> i literally how do you think <laughs> you got in that wagon <laughs> big guy No, <laughs> you fat fuck Pick us up, pick us all <laughs> up at the same time.
0: <laughs> what? You, wa- you want me to pick up everybody in your party?
2: Yes. You, say- you said you could, and I want you to try and demonstrate it
0: at the same at the same time, or like, yeah. No, I'm asking. You want me to pick you- up? You said you could pick up all of
2: us. I want you to prove it.
0: All right. Fine. So he uh, he goes ahead and he goes behind the bar and he uh, he grabs like a little wand. And he kind of just like sticks it in his back pocket and he comes over to you guys and he's near Hmm. the, um, Hmm. he goes over to the wagon and he completely picks it up over his head and he starts jiggling you guys around and it starts to hurt a little bit because your muscles are still atrophied.
5: Can I check to see if the wand is like illuminating magic? Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and roll Arcana. Uh, my Arcana. Here we go. Ooh, that's not great.
0: Uh, ten. Okay, so you look at the wand. It, it looks like it's just a regular magical wand. It's not like a specific magical item, but like you did, you did feel like the presence of magic when he when he walked over to you guys and he picked it up. He picked you guys up and then just put you back down on the ground. He's like, "Are you satisfied?
5: Not really. Could you do it without that wand in your pocket?
0: Sure." And he puts the wand down on the table, well on the bar, and then he picks you guys up again and then he puts you back down.
4: Hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Well, uh, I think this means that Owl
4: needs to work out a little more.
0: Don't worry. I heard an hour and a half a day will do wonders for him. Game respect the game. <laughs> Don't hate the player. So, all right. I'm going to bring you guys back up to your rooms. That medicine is going to do its job, and then we'll get you all, all sutured up to uh to head on out. So he brings you all up to your rooms. Uh, Each of you are in a different room. It's not like the same, like, bunk bed-ish type of thing unless anybody wanted that but I, I didn't plan for it you each get into your rooms you get into your beds and you guys kind of knock out it's time to go to sleep can we be in a five-person bunk bed a five-person bunk <laughs> bed God, we will have so much room for activity i oh do you do you guys all want to be in the same room no or do you want okay no, no. Oh, really? all right he'll, he'll well, the doors <laughs> and
1: i don't trust Owl. <laughs> Uh, owl's in a five-person bunk bed, but it's only Owl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's for each of his personalities. That would be way too many beds. You can't afford that. So <laughs> you guys... Uh, Prey's covering it, though. Prey is covering the ribbon board for five individuals, not, not Owl. Not five Owls. <laughs> <laughs> not five Owls. All right, so you guys pretty much go to bed, and since this is kind of like our in-between episode between arcs because the virtual world arc is over. Uh, We're going to be going ahead and handling your level ups now. So the way to do that, I've devised a little bit more of an interesting way than last time, and we're going to be doing it one at a time. So let's go ahead and we're going to start with (coughs) Owl. You guys are now level four. Just letting you all know that's a two level jump. Uh, So we're just going to break it down and it's going to be a little bit different, just as I said. So we're going to start with Owl here. And as you're sleeping soundly, I will, you feel yourself jolt awake as if you sense some sort of ominous feeling uh, around or near you. Um, but as soon as your eyes open, um, the only thing that you can see is complete pitch black darkness, inky, inky darkness. Um, however, you can see yourself very clearly, but nothing around you is visible. You, you can't even feel uh, yourself either, but you can, you can see yourself.
1: What do you mean? I can see myself, like my arms and stuff, or like?
0: Yep, you can see your arms. You can see your legs, but nothing around you is is visible. Okay. And every everything is completely dark. What are you going to do? Uh,
1: not again. <laughs> not again. Us. <laughs> uh, am I in changeling form? Yeah, you you currently are in, you're in changeling form. All right. Well, I guess I'll try to walk around and see if I can feel any solid objects.
0: Okay, so as you move around, you can kind of feel the ground very faintly, but it seems like it isn't really there. Like, you can't really trust exactly where you're walking around. You're outstretching your arms. You can't really feel anything, Um, and there's no solid objects nearby.
1: So, uh, hello?
0: Anyone here? so you ask hello out to uh, out to the darkness and you get no you merit no response uh, so as time passes for a little bit while you're in this inky blackness you kind of look down at your hands and feet that you were able to see earlier and everything is starting to disappear very slowly into the inky blackness uh, your feet your arms you can still feel them a little bit but you you, you, begin, you start to begin to feel them less like they're kind of disappearing completely from
1: you what do you do I'm sorry, Larry, is this you? I should not have made that joke.
0: Uh, so <laughs> you you merit no response at all, and it's starting to climb up further now. Your arms and legs are gone. It's pretty much your torso, and you're just floating there. And as it kind of is reaching up further and climbing up further your torso, uh, you just hear this uh, co- coming from the darkness.
3: I see everything that happens in the dark.
5: Does it ask what he does?
1: It whispers to me, what do you do? Yeah, it says, what do you do?
3: It's free real estate. It's free real estate.
1: <laughs> I say to it, I was born in the dark. All right, so yes. you say you're
0: born in the dark. So I am going to make you just really quickly uh, roll a history, a religion check. All right. You said oh no before you rolled it.
1: Uh no cuz I saw my modifier. I got a 4. Okay, you got a 4. Uh
5: All right, all right, all right.
1: For the
0: sake of this, roll it again simply because you would have advantage on this roll. I got a 4 again. <laughs> you actually suck. All right, so <laughs> It's okay. I'm messing with you. But I feel like I will might know what this is regardless. Okay, so I will you think back uh to to essentially you're doing well you're performing a religion check you're kind of thinking and you know that there is a saying uh in the old books of mask that the god mask can see everything that happens in the dark and that you should trust it i guess it would count saying that you were born in the darkness that you would trust it to some extent and when you open when you open up you can now see everything uh all of the all the darkness that was around you are now each individual shadows being cast in all sorts of directions and you can see them shifting and moving around. It looks like just people walking, uh, but only their shadows, of course. And now there is a much larger shadow that is dominating them all. And it says, Tell me, Owl, what have you chosen? And then we're going to proceed with your level up. What did you choose? I want you to describe it in character, sorry. In character, what you, what you changed, what path you took, because I know at level 3 you do get something. Uh, and you're basically just explaining this, this right. giant shadowy thing.
1: Well, I'm level three now, so... You're level four. (laughs) I have chosen a path of deceit and trickery because I feel like that is my strong suit. Uh, so hopefully I will be able to continue stealing and, you know how it is, sneaking and entering the darkness. Yes. I assume so as much. But, uh... The specialty of Arcane Trickster. I thought I thought that was a pretty cool name for what I'm trying to do. And so yes, I'm gonna hopefully learn some basic magics to aid me in my path of righteous sneakery. God. Understood.
0: So now I'll ask out of character, what spells did you take and understanding more what you did.
1: I probably should have just done that straight out of character. I wanted to I wanted
0: to get a little bit in character. You are explaining yourself to um them. so
1: i'm arcane i'm level four i took i'm doing the arcane trickster subclass of rogue which basically means i learn some basic magics like cantrips and eventually certain levels of spells that i can use uh, just to help with whatever i need it to do uh, and then I also get the Mage Hand cantrip, but which is basically like a normal spectral hand you can use to, like, grab stuff. But uh, since I am Arcane Trickster, it's a little bit different. So I can basically use it to do, like, thief stuff, like to pick a lock or disarm a trap. Or I can even use it to, like, plant an item on someone or maybe even steal an item from someone. So there's, like, a little bit of extra utility with that. Uh, and what other spells did you take? Because I know it does give you some spells. So uh, the spells I took are Silent Image. Basically, I can just cast like a fake image, (laughs) like an object within a 15, can't be bigger than 15 foot cube. I took jump. So I touch someone and they can jump three times as far as normal. Oh, and oh boy, doesn't really fit with me, but I want to make people jump. And I took hideous laughter, which I will thought might be good for uh, getting people to uh,
5: laugh at his jokes,
1: distractions and whatnot. Gotcha. Um, is there anything else like any other
0: bonuses that you got? Uh, like not not just like adding to your modifiers, but like is there like any like keen sense or something that you got, else than that?
1: Oh, I took a uh, a feat called Quick Fingered, so I get I basically now get expertise in the sleight of hand skill, so it's twice as good as it was before. And basically, as a bonus action, I can just plant something on someone else, conceal an object on a creature, lift a purse, or take something from a pocket. So basically, I'm just really good at uh robbing people. All right. Gotcha.
0: So essentially, by your description that you had earlier to this larger shadow that was in the room, uh, it kind of understands what you've taken. It, it observes your path and it says, well, remember, oh, everything that happens in the dark. I'll be watching. And then as you uh, as you hear that, you're kind of sucked back. You jolt up out of bed awake <laughs> and you're we're going to move on to the next character.
5: And that was our ASMR
1: section. That up. indeed was the ASMR. <laughs>
0: Here's my ASMR.
1: Thanks for joining us. ASMK. ASMK.
0: What wait, what's the K?
1: If you rearrange it, it spells mask. Ah, oh, congrat Yes. You're <laughs> you're deity. Alright. <laughs>
0: Very secretive. Alright, so now now we're going to go over to Elagos. So Eligos again you were also sleeping, uh, when suddenly uh, you kind of feel your eyelids being forced open. Uh, not by a hand, but by, like, some sort of demanding force. And you hear in this loud, booming voice, WATCH! And the first thing you see is a, is a hulking, bright, shining armor laden with eyes on it, just in, like, multiple different sections of the armor of just, this like, visages of eyes. And at first it's a tad unsettling, but then you notice that there is an ever-bright application uh, to this visage of, uh, of this armor here, and you you bow. Is there a muscular French man with a very tall haircut standing next to it? No, there is not. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Is, is that a motherfucking Jojo reference? <laughs> Stop. There's no Jojo <laughs> references here, but Elagos, uh, you would very likely recognize your own deity as well. Uh, so this is, I believe, Helm right yes yep so his his voice again booms from uh, from the eminence that he's just standing there in this assuming assumedly white space you can't really see anything else around and he he uh, speaks to you he said elegos Ah. your duty Ah. your watch you have broken from your order
1: what (laughs) voice (laughs) is this
0: and then he responds and I am proud Huh? You followed your own sense of duty. You watched with your own eyes, and I watch with mine. So tell me, what path have you chosen? And now we're going to handle your level up. I have, uh,
3: I have chosen the path of devotion. Uh, in uh, in out-of-game language, that means that uh, at level 3 I get what's called a sacred oath, and
0: I have chosen the oath of devotion. Didn't he just accuse you of not being the vote? <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> Listen, so you took that—you took that—that uh, that oath. And what, what are the what are the tenets of that oath? Slash, what did what did you get? Uh,
3: the tenets of devotion, honesty, don't lie or cheat. Let your word be your promise. Courage, never fear to act, though caution is wise. Which is kind of like two separate things, but okay. <laughs> Compassion, aid others, protect the weak, and punish those who threaten them. Show mercy to your foes, but temper it with wisdom. What? This is all like opposites. <laughs>
0: yes, it's very confusing.
3: What about the last tenet? Duty? Uh, wool well, doesn't speak for you. <laughs> <laughs> Be responsible for your actions and their consequences. Protect those entrusted to your care and obey those who have just authority over you. That doesn't count! That doesn't count!
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't count, but we're gonna continue with you. So, did you take any other spells? Uh, the, the other one is the other one is honor but apparently we don't care okay. about that one <laughs> I'm sorry so honor honor was the last one no no we're, we're moving on apparently I'm sorry I thought you were done I didn't know
3: uh, I get uh, Oath the devotion spells um, protection from evil and good and sanctuary at level three um, I think I could just like switch those in with the ones that I know
0: yeah I think they're like you, you can cast them at any time because they're part of your own like, you don't have to have them, like, loaded in, like, to the spells that you know, but, like, they just come as you can cast them at any time, but you have to use a slot for it. I will have to look that up to make sure that's correct, but, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it works, but, uh, so you got those two Oats spells. What other spells did you get, uh, just that you could choose?
3: I get Channel Divinity, which I can channel the Vin. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I channel Vin.
3: I can make you give me a Sacred Weapon. Or turn the unholy. So I can make Owl face a different way if I wanted to.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, what's the sacred Oof. weapon?
3: Sacred weapon. In view one weapon that you're holding with positive energy. Uh, for one minute, add your charisma modifier to attack rolls. Minimum bonus of plus one. Weapon also emits a bright light in a 20 foot radius and a dim light in a 20 feet beyond that and gains magical.
0: Your weapon just gives compliments to people because it's full of good energy, uh, but <laughs> pretty much, uh,
3: just it just plays uh, feel good ink on repeat while it's active.
0: Oh jeez. So uh, did you get anything else? Like we got some spells, we got some passives. Uh, any anything else that you garnered from the to level four jump?
3: Not really. I don't think paladin uh, is really spell heavy in the early levels. I have, um, I got an extra first level spell slot. That's about it. And then my health went up by like i was at 16 now i'm at 31 max health
0: oh nice oh, oh nice indeed all right so that pretty much handles it we've got everything that we've got here so um after you said that you had passed the uh, or were choosing the path of devotion uh helm kind of just uh stares you down from his g- giant menacing armor full of eyes ah. uh and he says go forth be vigilant Never betray your trust, and watch. And then you you also uh, startle yourself awake. Ah! And we're going to go over to uh, we're going to go over to Wilhelm now. So Wilhelm, you were sleeping just like the other two party members before, uh, but you're actually awoken by the amazing smell of home. There's beer. You smell the forge, and you smell uh you smell like just like like burning meat. Just like uh, someone someone's making some really good like uh some mutton or whatnot. Something that a dwarf would enjoy eating So you lazily awaken uh, But the scene is not of the of your home Or the room inside of Larry's tavern uh, But instead you're in a large hall Laden with open flames and forges And a large bearded Giant dwarf um, Wearing sunglasses A button down shirt And are those sweatpants? <laughs> 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 he is, he is standing there And he says Hey, hey Wilhelm and he approaches you with uh, two drafts in hand and tosses one to you. Are we sure this is an owl in disguise again? <laughs> no, it's not owl in disguise. And um, he tosses you a drink, uh, Wilhelm, and he extends his uh, his to clink with yours. Uh, he hello as Wilhelm clinks the drink. So he says, how's my little lamb hanging? Uh, and you kind of look at this... Giant dwarf, and you're really not sure who it is. But as you're um as you're inspecting him, you see a hammer and anvil uh, emblazoned on his shirt, right where you would see like a polo symbol on like someone's shirt. And uh, <laughs> you notice this to be to be your deity, uh, Hephaestus. Are 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 you Hephaestus? Oh please, 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 please call me Big Half! Uh and <laughs> 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 so so I've I've been watching overview, little Ember. You're killing it down there, you're really, really giving me a good name up here. And... and he belches. Uh, so, so I had, you know, I had I had to drop in, gimme the deets man, what are your plans, how are you doing? And now we're going to head over your level up.
2: <laughs> I am so very confused, uh, well, I did not think I would go to bed and see my deity, so that is a, a development in my life.
0: Most people don't. Uh, Welcome on up man, Here, here we are.
2: Uh, as far as uh, how I'm going to handle myself late, uh, later down the line, uh, I have I guess uh, become able to use uh, more powerful magics than the, one I've, the ones I've used before. For example, I am now able to use the heat metal spell, a uh, magic weapon, and other such second level magic like a uh, prayer of healing as a way to heal all of my friends when they get covered in boos or whatever. Things of the sort. Um, on top of that, I uh, Well, I realized that in the various scuffles we, the, the party and I got into with the Prairie's cohorts, it would be, it would be very wise for me to, to come up with, with a way to, uh, concentrate on my spells better in the middle of a fight, so that if I'm concentrating on, say, a, a spiritual weapon, if I get attacked by a goblin, that weapon will not as easily go away.
0: Those goblins, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. So, yeah, what, what you doing, what you doing to counter that? Well... Vin, I have no way to really describe the war caster feat in character. It's okay, you can you can then go out of character to do it.
2: Alright, so, as far as my level up, um, by virtue fitting level 3, I picked up seven, uh, second level magic in terms of second level spells that I'm likely to use. Well, no, because Forge Domain, I just have Heat Metal and Magic Weapon just always prep, prepared, and available. Beyond that, um, I took Spiritual Weapon, uh, Prayer of Healing, and Silence is always a kind of fuck with casters, then at fourth level, I picked up the Warcaster feat, which uh, when I have to make Constitution saves to maintain concentra- concentration on a spell, I roll that with advantage. Uh, when uh, I can pre- perform the somatic components of spells, when I have um, uh, like a weapon or shield in my hand, so if I'm so, when Wilhelm has his shield and warhammer, I can just easily cast spells. And then the the last uh, boon from that is. When a hostile creature provokes an opportunity attack, I can use my reaction to cast a spell as long as that spell has the casting time of an action and targets one creature. So, in theory, I can't. Oh, opportunity attack. Boom, I cast
0: fireball. Yeah, you can do that, but you can't cast like magic circle, the thing that takes like 10 minutes to set up.
2: No, no, no. I cannot. I cannot yeah, you cast cannot, fireball because yeah.
0: that's a. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that was an example of what I could not do. Oh, understood. <laughs> all right. So, what what other bonuses did you get? That is that is literally it. <laughs> okay. Uh. So as you kind of go over that, Hephaestus uh, is listening big Hef is listening to you, and he sits down next to one of those open flames and begins melding some metal. And uh, he he kind of like uh, a little bit of singe comes out. he's like "Ooh, hot." So, all right, all right, my little Ember. I just gotta I just got you to remember this. Listen, when the going gets tough. The tough get, and then as soon as he starts, starts that sentence and begins to end it, you wake up in a cold sweat. The tough get goblins, uh, and we're gonna move on to the next character. Uh, there are no goblins involved in the making of this uh, deity meeting. This meme was created by Goblin Gang. <laughs> <laughs> this, this this podcast episode was made by Goblin Gang. Goblin Gang loves uh loves Wilhelm. So now we're gonna move over to Ander, and Ander, uh, essentially you're you're, you're having a nice snooze. Uh, and as you're snoozing off, uh, you know, um, in, in that dream world, you, you have the, you're able to smell the smell of books, uh, some ink, and is that glue? And it kind of like rouses you from your slumber a little bit. And as you look all around you, uh, (laughs) did you just make a joke about him eating glue?
3: (laughs) No, eating books. Oh, (laughs) eating the books. Okay. (laughs) That's
0: not as bad. So all around you is a fantastical library. As far as you can see, there are tons of tomes spread everywhere, all over the floors, all over the walls. There's paper flying in every direction. Ink is blotted on the walls and is being sent onto pages and various books. And you just hear, as you're looking around in just quite, quite an amazement, you just hear a voice enter your mind and it's just like, Ander. And you, you, hear that, you hear that now in your head and you look around looking for someone that said it, but a parchment flies by over your head and near a shelf, you see the visage of a man uh, made out, made out of swirling papers, but then it quickly disperses and starts reappearing in multiple places at once, almost as if it's running around ra- uh, rampantly trying to record everything that's going on, reading over books, editing. And then the, the voice appears in your head again now, and it says, My pupil, how are you? Hey, Arthur. It's uh, been a while. It's been a ri- wild ride. Oh.
4: Tell me about it. What's been What's been going on? Well, I met someone who is able to like make copies of me. That was kind of interesting. I also found this book and has a couple of different and unique spells in it. Mm, so I kind of took it and have just been poking around and reading it.
0: Oh, understood. You got it. Very interesting. And he jots it down in one of his books and flies off to a nearby shelf. And he says. So, so tell me, uh, what are you what are you learning right now, Ander? And we're gonna that's gonna head into your level up. All
4: right. Well, at level three, I did received a pact boon, and I took the Pact of the Tome. He likes that. That let me learn three cantrips from any class. So the cantrips I took were Shillelagh, Gust, and Mending. At this level, I'm also able to take a second level spell. And because I got mad at Prey by sending me combat dummies, I decided to take Old Person.
0: Okay, gotcha. (laughs) A non-combat spell.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So at level four, I got a stat boost, so I was able to boost my charisma by two. And I got to pick another cantrip, so I finally took Eldritch Blast.
0: Perfect, the good combat spell.
4: And because I took Eldritch Blast, I'm switching to my invocations by removing Misty Visions and adding Agonizing Blast, which lets me add my Charisma modifier to the damage of Eldritch Blast. What's your Charisma modifier? Plus five. And um, at level four, I'm able to grab another spell, so I picked Levitate.
0: Okay, uh, so for purposes of not having to basically just lets you levitate right
4: yep i can levitate but the only way i can move while levitating is by pushing and pulling off of different objects
0: okay you got it uh so is there anything else to your level up that you went over uh anything anything else that needs to be talked about
4: uh i got a lot of hp now what's your total 35
0: okay that's pretty good interesting so a book slams, and uh, you see he appears uh, now fur- further, uh, further away from you uh, on another shelf. Uh, about, I'd say maybe about a hundred feet away, and he mentions he says, "I have a word of advice," and as soon as he does, the. The being you saw from 100 feet away The papers fly up to your face And a a larger face of paper Appears very detailed with words Flying across its face uh, Very close to you and he says The towers are very real my pupil Find them and report back I'm expecting great things from you And oh remember Knowledge is power And as soon as uh, he says that The sheet of paper hits you in the face And you awake from bed so we've gone over everyone except Breathweaver. So now we're just going to head into his. So Breathweaver, um, you were you were sleeping, and then you opened your eyes for some reason, and you are now wide awake in a grand room, uh, sitting in a very comfortable chair, uh, made of half plush red cushions and.
5: Is it another therapy chair? No,
0: it is not another therapy chair. Uh, <laughs> not not right now. Alright, just to go back, uh, so you were sitting in a very comfortable chair, made of half plush red cushions, and the other half was uh, solid wood. Uh, So white marble streaks the floor on one side of this room, and plain wood is on the other side. And inside of this room with you are actually two figures. Um, One is a kind-looking, humble old man, uh, draped in rags with a cane. And on the other side is a woman wearing all black, with shiny black hair, and she is stunningly beautiful. She opens her mouth with a gracious smile and says, What have we have here? A human, she chuckles, who seems to fancy dragons. I'd say he has good taste. What say you? As she glances towards the older gentleman, and he kind of scowls at her but responds, Yes, it seems so. Very intriguing. Young man. And he kind of points to you with his cane. What are you attempting to accomplish at the moment? And now we're going to go over into your level up.
5: Oh wait, so I'm trying to accomplish my level up. Is that what you're saying, Ben? Uh, trying
0: to accomplish <laughs> at the moment. Yeah, let's see if you can work your way through it, Corley. I know, I know everybody else did. I believe in you. Uh, but yeah, let's see if you can. Y- they kind of just want to know what you're doing right now. You can either explain it in in as Breathweaver as to what you what you've been doing to level yourself up, or as in third person, Corley.
5: <clears throat> I'll try to do Breathweaver, and if I fail, I'll switch over to third. Yeah, person. Yeah, ev-
0: eventually, at some point, you will have to go to third person to describe it. But go ahead.
5: I have learned to intip I have learned to, uh... Switch
0: over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, switch back, switch back. <laughs> All right, continue, I'm sorry.
5: I have learned to exude an aura more like a dragon. Uh, and by that, I mean third person here. Uh, I took menacing as my fourth level feat, which gives me plus one to charisma, or was, no, it was intelligence. No, wait, what was it? Charisma, yeah, Charisma. He is struggling through the level up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, if I can uh, use my action to demoralize one humanoid I can see in 30 feet uh, who can hear me. Is it Elagos? It's going to be Elagos. It's got to be Elagos. And Elagos is going to have to make a wisdom insight check against my charisma intimidation check. And if my check succeeds, Elagos will be frightened of me until his next turn by met like demoralized do you mean
1: like you're going to like yell something at them that will intimidate them yeah i'm uh, curious about that
5: i could do that or i was thinking well i mean that's one of the options but uh dragons have something called fearful presence and i was thinking maybe in breathweaver's mind he uh kind of exudes this or well he uses that move but uh in reality he's just exuding this um draconic aura <laughs>
0: I just imagine Breathweaver just like kind of just like hunching over a little bit, putting his like his fingers out. Oh,
5: he spreads his wings wide. Yeah, he stands tall. He's like roar. Yeah, roar.
0: I can't wait for you to scare somebody like that. So you grab the feet, menacing. Uh, what what else did you get?
5: I have also improved my breathing. (laughs) I no longer have sleep apnea. (laughs) I <laughs> uh, have now learned the art of hormone.
0: I bought a CPAP machine <laughs> <laughs> Okay, alright We're literally cutting into too much of Corley's stuff Go ahead, keep going
5: uh, So by that I mean um, I got meta magic, And I can quicken spell Which allows me to cast a spell As a bonus action for two sorcery points And I also took Twin spell which lets me to recast The same spell or cast it on a second target if it targets one person. Uh, one point per level and one point if it's a cantrip.
0: Gotcha. And what other types of spells did you learn, if you learned any?
5: Uh, and also I have improved my fire breath. And by that I mean I learnt Agonizar's Scorcher. Uh, which is a breath of... Uh, so I basically from me... Out in a 30-foot line is just a giant fire breath kind of thing. Um, and it does 3d8 fire damage uh, against the deck save in anyone in the way. I also... Am a, I, I, well, I'll just say this out of character. I'm also able to... Uh, I took a spell called enhanced Ability, but I renamed it Dragonify Ability. Okay. And it'll allow me to give a boost to one of uh, the six attributes... And I replaced, yes, and each one has a name, but I replaced each name with dragons instead of the respective animal.
0: I actually want you to keep that a secret so that when you, you say it later on in the podcast, I get confused so you get to explain it
5: again. <laughs> um, and I also learned, I mastered another element, the element of earth. <laughs> so now I can breathe earth, and by that I mean uh, mold earth, which means uh, essentially... I can choose, so that I can do like one of three things to a five foot cube of dirt, um, which is eat it, target, uh, loosen the area. <laughs> yes, I can eat the dirt. Nom nom nom! I love dirt. Um, <laughs> if you, if it's loose dirt, I can excavate it, move it five feet away. Um, it doesn't cause enough damage to hurt anyone. Uh, I can actually put shapes into the dirt. Shapes, colors, or both um, Into dirt or stone Spelling out words, creating images Or shaping patterns
3: I thought you just meant you were gonna like bury a shape in the dirt Like you are just gonna take a cube And put it in a hole Oh-ho!
0: I literally think, I'm thinking of this like the Excavation part, like he just takes all the He just bites into the ground Like you know like when people put like the cherry The cherry uh, stems inside of their mouth and like twist it around This is him like changing what the actual Thing is <laughs> I don't know why, but this is the visual <laughs> image I'm getting. Okay, so you have Mold Earth.
5: And then and then the last one I can do is basically make a five-foot block difficult terrain or undifficult terrain the block for an hour. And I can do that up to two times on the con- the uh, up-to-an-hour ones, and then the other one as many times as I want. It's a cantrip, to clarify.
0: All right. Uh, any other any other spells? <clears throat>
5: Uh that was all the spells I could pick. I ha- still have the same ones uh from before. I do have 3 second level spell cl- slots now, though.
0: Okay. Oh. That's good. All right. So, as you had described essentially what you what you had done for your level up. Uh the the woman starts to speak now and she says, "A strong soul for sure. I like him." Uh and the older gentleman says, "He yeah, he has promise, but tell me, young man." And these two now start to speak in unison. What do you admire about dragons?
5: Shit, I didn't see that question coming. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) After taking a moment in silence to think, Breathweaver goes, They're cool and noble, and, well, to be honest, it's been a while since I've thought about the why so much as the how. Right now, all I can say is it's a feeling, an unexplainable feeling, like love, that one just can't put into words. Perhaps I need to get back to you on that one.
3: Everything Breathweaver knows about dragons comes from BadDragon.com. It literally oh does.
5: Oh my fucking god. <laughs> what is BadDragon.com? No, no, look it up. Don't, do don't, 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 don't. No, no, don't do it. No, no, no,
2: don't no, no. It.
5: It's not worth it. Oh God! So,
0: all right, so now, all right, so you like you like just have their nobility. So we'll we'll take that as a half answer here. So you see the older man, he kind of uh, he kind of smiles Gosh, and he's just like he's like he, he, God damn it, dude, stop! <laughs> I, I like that answer. He says, and the the female that's also standing in the in the room and says, "Well, he, I mean, you you have to have to admire some of the power that the, that dragons possess, correct?"
5: Yes. Did I not say that? No. I thought I said they were cool. You said they were okay.
0: So she she kind of just like gets a little bit happier, and the the older man kind of uh, gets a little bit more upset at the at the fact that you're you're kind of siding with with her on just like the power portion. And he says, um, he kind of says to that uh that woman, he's like, he's my champion, not yours. And then the female turns to him and it's like, that's still to be determined. And they kind of just like look like they're about to start fighting. Oh, jeez. Are you going to just attempt to side with one or the other at the moment? Or you just see them, like, like kind of just, like, glaring each other down? Uh,
5: no. I'm not going to side with one or the other at the moment.
0: So, uh, as, as soon as they, uh, they, they're kind of just, like, essentially bickering with one another about where your stance is for what, what, like, you admire about dragons, uh, you kind of, uh, you kind of just, like, snap back awake and you're inside of your bed. And it wasn't, it wasn't particularly like a, a, a quick ending like everybody else's. You kind of just wake up and there you are. Uh, now, the necklace that you're wearing, though, however, underneath your shirt, uh, does remain still like a grayish blue color. And that's where we're going to stop with everybody's level ups. Uh, we can continue on with the rest of the session now.
1: I really wish this took place in the five person bunk bed. So then we all woke up and like, D- I just had the craziest dream. Me too. <laughs> oh, my God. So,
5: <laughs> oh, you had the same dream?
0: you you guys had the dream about the talking backwards lady you guys are having dreams <laughs> okay so as you all kind of meander downstairs after your uh your very long naps uh you do see it is also dark again outside uh but you each have slept for about what what is close to over 12 hours probably closer to like would you say 12 to 15 hours 12 to 15 hours yeah that would probably be an accurate amount uh so larry is kind of uh, working downstairs on making some drinks at the bar and he has at least ten glasses filled with different liquids, uh, different colored liquids there and he says, hey, how are you guys all doing?
5: I'm doing well, thank you. How about yourself?
2: I'm doing pretty well. I had a very weird dream. Oh, you too?
0: Ah! <laughs> <He> just, <laughs>
5: good response.
2: <laughs> so he says, hey,
0: hey guys, so now, now that you're all feeling better, check check this stuff out. I shut down the bar for a bit. To take care of you guys, pretty much. And I made some great new usuals. You know what? To pay me back, you guys gotta at least test them out for me. They're they're pretty cool. Oh,
2: sure. I'd love to. I mean, Larry, I'm a dwarf. Why would they not drink alcohol? Exactly. Get over here.
5: Uh, So, Larry, uh, I, I, I wasn't in the right mind to think this before because I was just so exhausted, but how long or how many cycles did we go through in that simulation if we were in there for six to three months what
0: six to three i don't know how many
5: cycles that is (laughs)
0: listen man remember i don't count that high uh
5: i really i don't have this
0: i don't have the stats on that so i'm not really sure Uh i i honestly don't know
5: I assume that you call them usuals because you served it to us so many times, and not just three days. No, they're just usuals. Or am I overthinking it? You're
0: overthinking it. Okay. <laughs> so I got I got some usuals for you guys. Oh, so
1: what's in the uh? What's in them? Alcohol.
0: Uh, and <laughs> you see, he's got a bunch of usuals sitting down on the bar. He's got about like a few a few glasses there. You see. Uh, there is a red usual. Uh, it's a red liquid swirling around inside of a goblet-like glass. There is a blue usual. A blue usual. A blue usual. Oh, that's, ooh, thank you, Elegos. A blue usual. Uh, it's, it's sitting inside of a square glass. Uh, there's a tall yellow glass. Uh, a u- a, yeah, wow, usual with a Y in front of it. Yeah, and then there's a purple triangular glass called a poosual. Not Ew. as not as good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're back to scatological <laughs> jokes. Okay, next. Uh, then there's then there's a uh, a green usual, a grusual, uh inside of a, inside of a wooden All right, mug. Stop this. All right, fine. There's a black glass with a twisty straw on it.
1: It's called the catheter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck
1: you, fuck you, dude.
0: Uh, so we got the we have a white usual inside of an octagonal shaped glass and a pink liquid inside of a large bowl. A large bowl. Yep, it's a bowl.
4: Andrew's gonna just grab the bowl and drink up.
2: Andrew, you're you're playing din- dangerous game. I you know.
0: All right, so you you grab the punch. So the first the first thing that happens is there is no constitution check. You're automatically drunk as you drink the entire bowl of pink liquid, and you it kind of it kind of ta- tastes like oddly fruity, but like kind of like a strawberry, uh, and. This does give you an effect that you don't know, of course, by the first time you're using it. But I will explain to the players: is that every time that you are hit, uh, for the next twenty, for the next twenty-four hours, the first time you get hit inside of a fight, instead of it actually dealing damage to you, it will heal you and grant you temporary HP. Oh! Whoa! Oh, I want some of that. It's gone. <laughs> he drank all of Too it. Too bad. I drank he it. He literally all. just grabbed the. He grabbed the jungle juice and chugged it, dude. Woo! One of the other colored drinks. There was blue, yellow, green, purple, white, black. Yeah, red, blue, yellow, purple, green, black, white. That's the ones that are left.
1: I'll, I'll drink the... Me, wait, can we ask him, like, what each do? Or is it just, like, a random... Uh... Uh, sure, you can go ahead and ask him. So, uh, Larry, what's in this the white and black one? I don't know!
0: <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll drink a, I'll drink a white one. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be ghoul when I do it for color. Okay, you <laughs> color-cut
0: yourself. Uh, you drink yeah. the white usual, and again, automatically drunk like the what you gain the ability to do is for the next uh for the next five minutes you're able to swap your spot with any object once oh no which
3: which basically means he's going to rush at the enemy and then swap with another party member
5: only
0: within the next five minutes yeah the next five minutes for this white usual these will be purchasable later I'll drink the red one. Okay, so the red usual uh, inside the goblet glass. You, it's just Hawaiian punch. Yeah, it's it's the usual It's just Gatorade. Uh, so.
5: <laughs> oh, nice! I love Gatorade. And as
0: soon as you say that, you Dragon immediately Nade. burp, and fire comes out of your mouth, and it continues to come out of your mouth for the next minute. You have fire breath.
5: What is this smash?
0: As soon as yeah, th- no, that's curry. Uh, but fire fire is just constantly coming out of your mouth. It's kind of spicy. You can taste cinnamon.
3: Also, for the next uh, five minutes, you cannot use doors. You must smash through walls and shout, oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you say that, flames just immediately keep spurting out of your mouth.
5: Am I setting his bar on fire right now? Because I'm just No,
0: no, no, no. It's fine. His bar is fireproof. I will take the blue one. Okay. So the blue usual is inside of the square glass. Uh, excuse and me. Drink excuse it. me. The what? The blue usual. Thank you. Is inside of a square glass. <laughs> uh, and again automatically drunk uh, for the next few seconds into the future and I say few seconds in kind of a weird way you are able to see or foresee the future and the future is nine times out of ten someone throwing up and you see kind of like you kind of just get like a flash forward and you just see like a throwing up in like a in like an alleyway later on in the night alright alright everybody listen to me somebody is going to
3: <laughs> 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 all,
0: right. all right so what is there what does anyone else want to give a try on so currently what we have left is yellow purple uh green and black it's only wilhelm left right well
2: uh, lady what which, which one of these do you drink do, all uh, four.
0: <laughs> oh my god drink all four because you the dwarf do it
2: do it, do it, Lily, Which one should they? Which one should they t- try?
0: He says, "I got you, buddy." And he gets an even bigger bowl, and he puts all of the usuals into one glass, and he's like, "Here you go."
1: <laughs> what color is it? Now? Probably is it, It's probably like brown. It's like
0: when you mix paint waters. No, it's it's black because the black one was also thrown in there. It kind of overtakes the rest of the colors. All
2: right, so so, so, so what's in this com- this chimera usual? Usual,
0: pu usual. Uh, A and... uh, The catheter. (laughs) And the catheter. The catheter. (laughs) So purple, green, black. What else? Yellow. That's it. Just four of those.
2: All right. Vilhubo's gonna... Well, I I guess I'm going to bite the bullet, and then I'm just gonna drink the bowl.
0: You are absolutely smashed. Like, everyone else is kind of, like, really (laughs) drunk, but you
1: are just like, hey... (laughs) I'm picturing that Mister Krabs me when he's sitting at the picnic
5: table and he's just looking around. <laughs> he's, he starts imitating Big Heff. Oh my god! Yeah, it's pretty. Oh no! You know, wait—is Wilhelm wearing sweatpants? Wilhelm <laughs> <Bill laughs> is not wearing sweatpants. He might now. One of the drinks did that to him. Oh my god! <laughs> no, okay, what do these do? Okay, so
0: what happens is, is uh, the yellow one, or you guys, would, I'm just gonna explain it as a yellow one, your limbs kind of grow a little bit they give you an extra an extra like so you grow you get a little bit taller your arms get a little bit longer essentially it gives you reach for he's regular size now yeah he's normal size <laughs> he's, as, he's as tall as elegos now he's like what's up uh the purple triangular glass um Wilhelm kind of is just sitting around and he hiccups and as soon as he hiccups i want everybody to make a save for me and tyler since you know it what's the save for tasha's hideous laughter Oh, oh my god. god. I think it's a it's a wisdom save. It is wisdom. Alright, everybody make a wisdom save. Oh!
5: Nat twenty. Alright.
3: Nineteen. Oh uh, no, I have minus one for wisdom.
1: Um I got an unnatural twenty. Okay.
3: Oh no wait, I have I have plus one for wisdom because it's one of my uh known saving throws. Uh that is a nine.
0: Ha, he got a nine! Oh but yeah, there is uh so so, everybody rolled, right? I'm pretty sure? Yeah. Okay, anybody? So, anyone Anyone else got lower than a 14 besides Elagos? No. So, uh, as soon as you do so, you are actually struck by the hideous laughter of Tasha, and you're pretty much just going to end up laughing. Can we, we have.
1: Can Plumba do the hideous laughter for us?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Laugh, Elagos. Laugh. Uh, I don't
1: wanna.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so.
0: How long can the grusual well let me cast uh, Tasha City's Left? Or was it a one-time use? It's a one-time hiccup. DC fourteen. Uh, so right. that—that's what the purple one does. The—the the uh you kind of just start slurring your words horrendously, uh, but you do get the feeling that you could speak to animals now for about uh, two hours. But you, you're like you're trying to speak Wilhelm, and you can't hear a damn thing. Like you're you're just like J- I just him drink them so
1: it's like me normally <laughs> yeah
0: it's you yeah more or less uh and then the black usual or the black usual
1: uh the catheter is what it's called vin
0: yeah the cat the catheter <laughs> fine okay next let me so now for the bla- for the black usual let's go ahead okay yeah so for the next uh for the for the next few minutes uh you have the ability to exchange shapes with an object uh it gave you the effect of the white usual is it just random yep it's random that's why i rolled the dice right. yep it's completely random uh so now that you guys are all sufficiently drunk uh you guys are feeling much better than before uh you're having a great time and pretty much everybody is i don't know just hanging out uh there's not too much there's not too much to do you guys keep getting drunk you're drinking all these different types of uh potions that larry's got out for you guys uh really really al- alcohol but you're all smashing and then you decide to go to bed again.
2: Hey, where are we, where are we supposed to be doing something? I, I don't know. I, I'm just embracing the fact that I am tall. Ah,
3: there's like some something with like, uh, fuck, uh, tall buildings, towers. The towers are real. about
4: wants me to find them.
3: But like, what were we, what were we supposed to be doing with them again? Are we supposed to? No, I got it. I got it. Elegos starts, like, taking chairs and starts putting them on top of the table, stacking them. We we need to make the tower.
5: Oh.
2: Elegos, I don't think that is a good idea.
5: Rathweiler starts helping. He likes this idea.
0: All right, so you guys are actually playing, like stacking chairs in Larry's bar. Larry's, like, having a doozy with this. This is actually kind of hilarious seeing you guys drunk. And then later on in the night, most of you guys are pretty much sufficiently plastered uh, and you all head over to bed.
4: Uh, before, before I head to bed?
0: Oh, sure. What, do you guys want to do any more bar antics before you do so?
4: Uh, before I head to bed, I'm just gonna pull up the, uh, second from the bottom of the chair, just kinda yank it out, and yo, Jenga. And
0: then, <laughs> yo, Jenga. And then there's this, like, Elagos and Breathweaver on top, and they just fall to the ground. They're just, like, piss laughing. They're just,
1: like, they they literally just having, like, the time of their lives. I feel like we just combined, like, musical chairs and Jenga. And, like, right when the music stops, more, uh, Andrew just pulls out the chair and yells Jenga. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you guys have
0: had had pretty much a good time here, and you all head off to bed. And the next morning, all of you wake up, but not in your beds. Andrew, you look around. Oh God. You're in some sort of library. Breathweaver, you're in the middle of a tree in a park, what looks like. Eligos, you're inside of a jail cell. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Wilhelm, you're at another bar slumped over it on a bar stool and aul you're in an alleyway next to some trash bags and that's where we're gonna end today's session welcome to the city of rule guys and welcome to tofec thanks for listening to this episode of good job adventures if you like what you just heard be
3: sure to let us know by rating the podcast on your preferred listening platform it really helps us out a lot for questions about the cast business inquiries or if you're looking to get rid of that end table next to your couch contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com For everything else, follow us on Twitter at GJAdventures. We promise we'll maybe follow back. Be sure to tell your friends about us, or your enemies. are not picky. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.